0: In five minutes, the sun goes down on the suburbs, and 55 cops with their guns drawn are betting the suburban legends go with it. Sean Manos is Craig Lazenby, Mary Lee Osborne is Jamie Doyle, and introducing Matthew Phillips as Motherfucker Dave. All is fair in love and art. The action begins when they hit the start. Three friends are down to their last resort on making their movie, are now turned to a life of crime to create the budget for their dream to become real. They're making a healthy living by making living unhealthy. Suburban Legends, Life on the Rainbow Road, also starring Haley Madison, Mike Travis, Josh Miller, Calvera Candy, and with a special appearance by Lloyd Kaufman. Suburban Legends, Life on the Rainbow Road. They're not criminals, they're artists. Suburban Legends, Life on the Rainbow Road, an MTV production written and directed by Mark Mackay children under 17 be advised available now at dot com slash mark mckay's gimmick table that's mark mckay m-a-c-k-a-y-e-s gimmick table mark and dan mark and dan podcast Mark and Dan. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Mark and Dan Meets World. For this episode, I am Riley Brown. And I'm Maya Mackay. Maya, how are you doing today, my
1: friend? I'm doing great, Riley. How are you?
0: We are doing great. If you guys I got detention. You got detention? Did my father give that to you? Of course he did. <laughs> if you guys are wondering why we're calling each other these names today, and you're wondering, hey, Why is that song playing at the beginning a little bit different here? It is because today we're taking a little break from Boy Meets World and we're tying in Girl Meets World Season 1, Episode 1. It's not called the pilot. The show is actually called Girl Meets World. Aren't you excited for it, Maya? I am so pumped, Riley. Did
1: you read the Disney Plus description for this one? No, I did not. All right. It says, Maya leads a rebellion in class to Corey's dismay. And I mean, going back watching this episode, I mean, it got it, but I think if like I read some of the descriptions back, I would go like, "Wait a minute, was that the first episode?"
0: Yeah, I uh, I definitely see where they do get that idea for for that description. Um, it is accurate. Um, there's a bit more going on underneath uh, that I I think this. I'm gonna say this. I uh, I remember. In 2012, I was doing, you know, I was I was at an open mic and I was talking Boy Meets World with a couple of people. And on Facebook, a couple of days later, I put out there, there needs to be a Boy Meets World reunion show. And then I kid you not, not a month or two later, I was getting hit up on Facebook. Like people were adding things to my timeline that they announced that there was going to be a Boy Meets World sequel, a Boy Meets World spinoff called Girls Meets World. Believe it or not, I couldn't believe it. That's awesome. I was. Yeah, I, I was really excited for it. And then eventually, uh, that rumor turned out to be a real thing. Uh, We see this first episode drop June 27, 2014. So just a little bit over six years ago. Uh, This episode got 7.8 out of 10 with 476 votes. So you can see that the Girl Meets World audience is out there in IMDb. A little bit more than the Boy Meets World audience. But hey, that's just I think that just has to do with the era. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Have you ever watched iCarly? I have not watched iCarly. Okay,
1: so I'm actually a pretty big fan of iCarly. <laughs> I've seen every episode. I can quote it. um <laughs> It's such an absurd show. Uh, if if you get a chance, definitely you know check out a few episodes. It's so bizarre. But yeah, dude, this like when I first saw this episode, it reminded me so much of iCarly. I'm hoping in a good way. Yeah, I mean definitely in a good way. Not only do you have the straight man who's the brunette girl and then the more crazy one which is the blonde girl like in iCarly but it also has like kind of the jokes every like three seconds like setup line joke that's what kind of iCarly had and then that's what i kind of felt in this one where they just threw out more jokes rather than kind of like focusing more on the story but yeah it it, hit it Reminded me a lot of iCarly. I think it had to do with because of the time iCarly was probably the top Nickelodeon TV show. So they probably tried to like swing that audience over to Disney Channel.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, I've never actually seen an episode of iCarly. Like, I've seen clips. Don't get me wrong. Like, You can't not see clips of anything anymore. But yeah, I would definitely say iCarly was maybe Hannah Montana was number one. iCarly was number two during this time. I, I really don't remember when Hannah Montana went off the air. But iCarly was definitely like it. Even if you were living in a bubble, you knew what iCarly was. Yeah, so huge. Oh, and before we go any further, I can't believe we just skipped past it. We're so excited to talk about this episode. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy.
1: Oh, it's a happy Thanksgiving! Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, so I'm looking forward to eating some turkey and some cranberry sauce.
0: Are you Dude, gonna I'm have the whole pumped. family over? Kind of like that episode of Boy Meets World where Jack and Eric have everyone come over. Well, we're gonna have it in the trailer park.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go around the trailer with park. The hunters, yes, with the dirty plates and the mismatched forks and
0: yeah, the plastic forks. That thank God you have a big bag full yeah (laughs) but it's uh, we're really excited for this we do get to meet some new characters that were obviously not in boy meets world we meet rowan blanchard she plays riley that's the matthew's daughter sabrina carpenter plays maya who is riley's best friend peyton meyer plays lucas august maturo i hope i am pronouncing that name correctly plays augie and then this one i'm I'm really excited to see Corey fogelman Fogelminus? fogelmanis whatever his name is he plays Farkle fucking Minkus,
1: new Minkus,
0: new Minkus, dude. And I thought I, I watched this kid. and I'm just like, how do you not like this kid? Yeah. he's so funny. He's so animated.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed seeing this kid like act like, especially when we get to the scene later on where the um, water is coming from the ceiling, and then he just climbs all over yeah, Corey. He's, he's and he doesn't off. just like get on him and then just rest. He's just like squirreling over him and just keep elbowing Corey in the face
0: <laughs> well what i really love was uh because i watched i watched a handful of episodes here because i know there's a bunch of episodes that we're going to want to get to in the future that tie in really really well yeah uh, with boy meets world um but i did watch the the episode where uh everyone discovers that he's actually a minkus because mm-hmm. they don't say his last name for like the first six or seven episodes
1: yeah, I didn't know he was a minkus until you said something.
0: Yeah, because that, that was uh that was the best part because um it was a career day where you know the parents come in kind of like the episode career day literally, yeah. um and and there's like a knock at the door and Corey goes to open it. Uh, meanwhile, Topanga's actually like up there talking about being a lawyer uh, because this is a big reason why we wanted to do less episode because two episodes ago on Boy Meets World, uh, we saw Corey take over teaching from Mr. Feeny. And then last week, we saw what Corey wanted to be when he grows up. And now we get to see Corey and Topanga all grown up. Uh, Corey is a teacher, just like his teacher, Mr. Feeney. And Topanga is a attorney. Um, but it was great. Topanga was up there talking. There's a knock at the door. He opens it. And then Minkus does like that Newman step in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where he's, a, he's like a 150 pound adult, but Corey has to open the door wide for him. And he takes that big, you know, dramatic step in. And this is where I'm going to say I do like what Boy Meets World did. Corey gets an applause break. Uh, Topanga gets an applause break. Um, In that episode, Minkus gets an applause break because people are excited to see these characters. But in true Minkus fashion, (laughs) in in true Boy Meets World fashion, Corey points at him and goes, Minkus! And then he looks at at Topanga. He goes, Topanga! And then she goes, Stuart. And he goes, Topanga! And then they bring... Oh well, what was great? Uh, I'm going to interrupt you there. What was yeah, great yeah, was ahead. that he um, he comes in, he says hi to his kid, and he's talking about how rich he is and how he has a helicopter. And he goes, "Do you have a helicopter, Cory?" And he goes, "No." Do you have a Topanga Minkus? And he goes, "Nope," because you won her. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, judging from the episodes that
1: we've already reviewed, "A Boy Meets World," did you see? Corey eventually becoming a teacher and topanga eventually becoming a lawyer
0: um from this you know what From the episodes we've seen i can't say i would see topanga becoming a lawyer mm-hmm. um from what i see in future episodes i love where they tie it in though uh yeah. i mean like the the couple episodes later of girl meets world um, for this one here, I could see where you make a case that Corey could want to be a teacher. Not as strong, though, this first season, because every time you see Corey in class, he's goofing off with Sean. But yeah, I, I could definitely see where they, they planted seeds. What about you? Yeah.
1: From the episodes we have, I can see more Corey being a teacher because he has that really good bond with Mr. Feeney. Mm-hmm. But as the series progressed, I definitely see Corey eventually becoming a teacher. And I can see Topanga becoming a lawyer, especially since she argued her way to get an A. So she has 700 A's.
0: Yes. Which uh, is something funny that they, you know, they do goof on in uh, future episodes because we do see Riley and Farkle. Uh, kind of have that similar rivalry with who gets more A's. I'm going to say this show and you're not going to see it all this first episode because this first episode, they talk a lot about meeting the world, which is something they never did in Boy Meets World whatsoever. Yeah. But you are going to see a lot of where this show gets its soul and its heart from a lot of it's going to be um, the relationship between Riley and Maya um, in the early episodes. You're going to see kind of that, that Feeny Sean bond between Corey and maya as well mm-hmm. um especially in this episode where you know maya starts to fire because she doesn't want to do homework and she steals the, pa- <laughs> the part of uh farkle's project and she lights it on fire and the sprinkler goes off and everybody gets wet and when uh Corey goes to talk to her she tells him that you know there's nobody at home to help her out with her homework yeah i definitely see like this is this series sean hunter but it's a different character than sean hunter
1: yeah, I appreciate that they didn't focus on, hey, this is what your favorite characters are doing now. They open it up with the two girls just sitting there talking about kind of breaking free, doing their own thing. So right away, you're just like, hey, we're going to focus on these girls. It's not going to be a, like a reunion of your old friends, but you'll eventually see that. And I do like that if somebody was watching this episode for the first time without Boy Meets World, they can appreciate it for what it is. But since like you and I and then most of our fans listening right now, they have the extensive backlog of all the episodes of Boy Meets World. So they can start picking up little references. And I also like that they did the nine seat classroom with the camera angles is another, you know, deep cut reference to another episodes.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I did notice that, too. And the big reason why I noticed that, because, you know, I'm not a I'm not a filmmaker like yourself. Um, the one episode of Boy Meets World where Eric goes to Hollywood and Feeney tells him, well, there's more than nine kids in a class. And I'm like, well, by the way, we do the angle. It's going to look like there's more. So I did pick on that um, from this episode. And I, I thought that was a nice little hidden touch there. Yeah. And the other thing that people need to understand, too, is when they watch Girl Meets World, you're literally watching a different show there's Mm -hmm. similarities there's parts of it that's that is the same but it is truly a very different show between girl meets world and boy meets world Mm -hmm. because i know the first time i sat down and watched it was close like after it um after it debuted maybe like i think i might have recorded it like first time like on the dvr and then watched it a few days later and i remember walking away a bit disappointed thinking like you know oh man that's not what i wanted but that's yeah. because I went into it with something that I wanted without seeing what they were offering, like without any previews or anything. And now I go back. I want to watch it for what it is. And I thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I, I was the same way because I watched it probably the week of uh, maybe a couple of days after. And I was disappointed, too, because it wasn't the episode that I wrote in my head. Yeah. And the fact that I'm just thrown in there with these new characters and then the fact that it it didn't really feel like a continuation of Boy Meets World, it felt like kind of doing what Icarly did. Looking back, like as I watched these episodes before we recorded today, I kind of like went back and I'm like, "All right, I can I can I can see where they're going. I I appreciate what they're doing."
0: I I will say this, there's one thing that they did almost better than Boy Meets World. And I say almost better is because a couple episodes later Cloris Leachman is is on the show, and there's an applause break for Cloris Leachman, as there should be, as there fucking should be. Yeah. But this episode, and literally for the adults who are tuning in, Jackie Harry did a spot. Yeah. The the mom sister sister. Yeah, man. Like
1: she was like everything she's in is hilarious. Like let's give her applause break, her much well deserved applause break that she so well deserves. So this is the one for her that she should have gotten
0: she was yes thank you yes so great i mean during during this time of boy meets world sister sister was a big show especially to the demographic that boy meets World was trying to get the most but jackie harry it was great seeing you on the show yeah i i I like the fact that she was doing commentary when yeah
1: (laughs) she was just like ooh girl you gotta you gotta chase after your friend ooh she just
0: pulled up like i hope that yeah (laughs) the commentary just a nosy person on the subway (laughs) Which I thought, I don't know. Like maybe it's because we're not in New York City. Um, maybe yeah. it, maybe this is for people in New York City with a little bit more. Like I thought maybe they focused a little bit too much time with them being meeting the world on the subway. Have I mean, you I ever have don't know. Been on a New York subway years ago, years and years ago. I was on New York subway when I was visiting there. You were there a little bit more recent than I was. You were there what yeah. in 2017?
1: 2016. 2016. I was there. Yeah. Um. My wife and I, and then uh, my friend Mitch and Jamie. Us four, we went to New York to go see SummerSlam, uh, and we rode the subway You know, from everywhere pretty much because that's how you have to get around in New York. You, like, if you try to drive in New York,
0: oh, you're nightmare. literally
1: like gridlocked everywhere you go, so you have to take the subway. So that leads us to uh, today's sponsor of the week. Four wheels, 500 cars, one passenger. You're safe in your little world. In your own little car. But you know you're stuck. You're late for work. You miss your date. What are you to do? Well, hop on in to New York City's glorious subway. While you wait for your train, you can look at a pony-sized rat. Watch a homeless man defecate in a coffee mug. Have a drunk musician kind of play Billie Jean out of a tuned guitar. And during your ride, you can have a hairy man's sweat constantly brushed up against you. Have a gang member threaten to stab your face all because you accidentally stepped on his shoes. But hey, at least you've got your destination on time. New York City subway. It beats traffic.
0: <laughs> you have uh, no idea how hard it is for me not to giggle while you <laughs> while you say that into the microphone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's hard to keep a straight face. I, I want to like, give a shout out to Dan Cummins and Time Suck Podcast for kind of giving me the idea that I stole from him. <laughs> to do these fake ads.
0: God damn, I uh I did listen to um Time Suck um about a week ago, like right after you um we talked about that. Uh yeah. God it's so funny. Uh Dan Cummins yeah. is a hilarious comedian. I worked with him back in 2015. 20- 15, I think. I know he has no memory of me whatsoever, but he was so cool. He was super funny. Check out his podcast. Um, chances are, if you found our podcast, you already somehow know about that podcast. I, yeah. I doubt it's going to be the other way around, but very funny. I, I do love these. I yeah. do love your sponsors here, man. <laughs> oh, what did you think about John Quincy Adams Middle School? John,
1: I thought it was a nice touch, a nice reference to John Adams High uh, from the
0: Boy Meets World. Yeah, I thought that was pretty neat too. I uh especially 'cause we know we're not going to be really seeing them in high school. Um yeah. I I think like the Disney Channel format, um like I think it used to be like they would do seventy two episodes or like sixty-four episodes or something weird. And then yeah, they would they only did it. like
1: three seasons and then they just call it done. And mm-hmm. they don't really give a proper ending. They just kinda end it at three seasons just so they can replay old episodes
0: yeah i i guess part of it's like a contract negotiation thing i really don't know mm-hmm. um and then i know what they would also do is they would also do like a like a disney channel movie as well like yeah. they would do it with jet jackson and even stevens and um yeah lizzie mcguire well although lizzie mcguire's movie made it to actual theaters right
1: yeah uh i mean what i don't know uh who's that i never watched that show
0: <laughs> No, I was well, I remember growing up during that time and being the same age as Lizzie McGuire and that being like my first like actual celebrity crush that was the same age as me. So that's Um, why I remember that.
1: Yeah, mine, mine's coming up in a later episode. So we'll we'll get to that in season two.
0: Oh, your celebrity crush. I already know who it is. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about that with you. Uh, (laughs) But dude, I just think like, you know, watching this for a second or third time, however times I've watched this episode now, it was definitely better than the first time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, this is probably the third time I've seen the episode. And the first time I was like, meh, uh, second time, I, I appreciate it a little bit more. And then this time, especially since you and I are deep diving into the episodes, like Boy Meets World episodes, I, I really I really dug this episode. I've I turned around since my first viewing.
0: Absolutely. I'm the same way. And again, uh, maybe we're going to call the show Mark and Dan Love uh, William Daniels. I loved absolutely loved that little touch at the subway of the Mr. Feeney poster that you saw in, uh in one of the seasons of Boy Meets World, uh, the new year's Eve episode where they're, mm-hmm. uh, they get stuck on the train. I absolutely love that. Book. Yeah.
1: Nice, nice reference there.
0: And then again, having Mr. Daniels, even just for the, um, uh, just for those couple of seconds there at the very end, at the very end, after Corey gives his lesson and he's starting to put faith in his daughter and it's time for the, um his daughter and, her friend to go meet the world. Um, and they come back from the subway. He looks at the Mr. Feeney poster. And just for a second, William Daniels himself is there mm-hmm. and says, well done, Mr. Matthews.
1: Yeah. And he he, and he says
0: it with excitement and, and, and you know that he's not truly there, but Corey still has him. And I, and again, not to jump way too ahead in, in further episodes, but I'm glad to see that he's carrying Mr. Feeney around with him.
1: Yeah i love that part uh that is definitely the biggest uh soul of the episode that brings it from the previous series and it brings us to the mr feeny lesson of the week which i would probably say the mr matthews lesson of the week where the best thing you can do is be you and that's where it's because like throughout the whole thing like Corey's trying to over parent riley he's trying to like separate Riley and Maya he's keeps going after Riley saying you're trying to be Maya you're trying to be Maya don't be Maya be Riley the Mr. Matthews lesson of the week where he says the best thing you can do is be you Corey finally learns that the best thing he can do is be himself by finally growing and letting his daughter go out on her own let her meet the world and letting her be herself and then, you know, she's going to get into trouble, but she's overall a, a good kid. And she's going to be talking to
0: boys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the thing too, where, um, you know, she kept saying how she wanted to be Maya. I mean, we did watch for however many seasons, Corey try to be like Sean.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I a- mean, that and... was all the season two was him just trying yeah. to be like Sean, trying to be like Sean. And then Sean wanting him to just be Corey. Mm-hmm except for the episode where they go to the school dance and then cory goes as sean and then Depango goes as a, as a french chick and then they run into each other and suddenly hey. that game's not fun anymore when that happens yeah hey <laughs> that's not me that's fonzie <laughs> <laughs> but sean uh, but sean jesus christ now <laughs> look, look what we've done but mark uh <laughs> what do you say man i, I enjoyed this episode it's a it's a shorter episode of mark and dan meets world here for you we want you guys to enjoy the holiday but i i gotta say i'm excited to do the deep dives of the girl meets world episodes especially where they tie in here
1: yeah i i'd love to do the reunion of old friends kind of seen checking in on what they're doing and i love i'd love to learn more about uh maya and riley and their relationship and how they see they're
0: growing with especially with new minkus yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited to see these new relationships. I'm excited to see the old relationships come back. I'm just excited for all of it. Uh, next week, we're jumping right back into Boy Meets World, though. As we enter officially Christmas season. Well, technically, Christmas season starts September 1st um, in America. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when all the ornaments go up. all the decorations. Uh, <laughs> but next week, we will be going back to Boy Meets World. We will be talking about Season 1, Episode 10 of Santa's Little Helper. I am so excited for that episode. I, I still think about this episode all time.
1: Yeah, it's a great episode. I have a great story for that next week's episode.
0: I know I'm looking forward to hearing your story. I know all of our listeners out there uh, enjoying uh, what we're doing and they're excited for your story. Uh, if you guys have not done so already, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Mark and Dan meets world on Facebook, Mark and Dan meets world. Follow us on Spotify, anchor, Google podcasts, pocket cast, and the other, uh, platforms that you are finding us on right now. We're going to be all over. IMDB gave it 7.8 out of 10. I probably would have gave it like a six. My first time watching it. I will give this a solid 8.5 myself.
1: Yeah, I I stand with you on the 8.5, especially, uh, with the recent watch but all right guys
0: thank you for tuning in to mark dan meets world hope you guys have a great thanksgiving everybody out there you guys rock thank you so much for listening have a good night
1: do good and eat some
0: mark and dan mark and dan podcast mark
1: and dan hey everybody are you enjoying mark and dan meets world you do then there's a really good chance that you also like comic books if that's the case then you need to check out dan brown and Heyman save christmas yes the co-host of this show and my best friend comedian dan brown wrote his very own comic book series You're going to get lost in the action comedy of the terrorist attack at the North Pole. And a comedian who has to save his beloved holiday with his trustful St. Bernard. Check it out. Get the whole series. Read all three books. Read them again if you want. That's at danbrowncomedy.com. That's danbrowncomedy.com.